You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And this morning, I'm speaking to Skalklo, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth. Looks done and dusted, doesn't it? And you know what I'm talking about. In fact, I think most people are assigning an 85 to 90% chance now that there's a new president of the United States of America. When it'll happen, what the fallout will be, we don't know. But it looks as though one unknown is almost known, Skelk. Yeah, I think it's, uh, you, you're 100% right. We're waiting for Nevada. Uh, they mentioned that they're going to release results today. So so let's hold thumbs that the, that goes all you know, smoothly. Again, I mean, we're looking at 75% of the votes in Nevada um, and, and only 8,000, um, let's call it votes difference. So anything can still happen. I, I would yes. definitely, if I'm, if I'm a, I'm not a betting man, you know, Lindsay, you know, but anyway, I'm, you know, if I well, would have to take you, a Not bet. after you keep losing to me, but anyway, that's a side story. <laughs> Carry on. Hashtag betting with Lindsay. But anyway, so um, yeah, I, w- I would definitely agree with you. I think um, Biden seems to, to to have this. I think the the, the, the after effects, I think, is, is a little bit more important when we look at the Senate. I think Senate currently is also at a deadlock. It's 48-48. But, you know, when we look at, you know, from a Senate point of view, they still, you know, you know North Carolina and, and um, Alaska needs to come in, both won by, by Trump. So it's expected currently that, that the Senate would definitely roll over to towards the Republican, but there's still some ifs and buts there, but it does seem like the Senate is going to be in the hands of the Republicans and um, yeah, the House is going to be in the hands of the, the Democrats. So I think therein lies my biggest, biggest worry. And I think bigger question marks going forward is, you know, this type of div- div- we've seen what a divided government can, can, what, what happens over the past 12 months, what happens in such situations. Yeah. And I think especially now when you've got an environment with COVID, I mean, we, we've put COVID on the back burner for the, for the past week. And, and, I, and I presume we will still have another COVID less, you know, excuse the, excuse the pun, but COVID less um, yes. world for, for another day or two. But I think, you know, come Monday, Tuesday, if, if, if all the dust settles around the, um, they they need to address this, you know, either from a, how are we going to tackle this? Because you, we can clearly see um, yep, Europe currently is spiking seriously. America is spiking in terms of new numbers. But also, you know, I think it's worrying also to see that it, it does seem like the, the death rates are also spiking in, in Europe. So I think that that to a certain extent is, is worrying. Yet markets is not reflecting that, Lindsay. I mean, we, we had a chat yesterday. We were talking, we were talking about taking a view uh, for the rest of the day. I think we, I called it, you know, one and a half percent up. Uh, that stage was two and a half percent, you know, up on the S and P five hundred. You said, yes. well, well, I think it will drop back to a half percent. And man, did the market just keep on just running kept from on there? Running. On, I mean, yeah, I, and I don't understand it. And the futures this morning as well. Mm. I'm looking at the S and P futures, super strong. Going, why do investors want it both ways? Yeah. Another 1.2% higher for the S&P futures and the NASDAQ futures up 2%. Now, I thought that Biden, a Biden victory would be bad for tech stocks. Clearly not the case. So, no, the market just wants yeah, to but go you, up. You, you, should, you should put that in context, Lindsay, because remember, if, if Biden won this and they won the Senate, it, it was sort of easy. Then then they would have pushed up you know, uh, um, the corporate tax rate. They they would definitely look at legislation around these, you know, how these some of these tech companies are getting regulated. And, and the worry was, you know, if regulation gets gets addressed and we see a higher corporate tax rate, this will definitely affect the, the current valuations. Naturally, you know, then the valuation is way too high. Uh, earnings will come under a bit of pressure. But, you know, with the, the, the Senate, you know, or let's call it the government being divided, we now know that, that we would most probably not see 
the, 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 the strong stimulus that was originally, you know, talked about if, if either one of the, 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 the parties, you know, had an all-out win. But also, you know, where, where Biden said, you know, from a certain point of view, they will invest a lot in infrastructure and expansion, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. We now know that that might not be the case. And if that's not the case, as we mentioned last night, now everybody is have this flight back to, 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 to safety, in inverted commas, the flight back to defensive stocks in inverted commas, oh aka tech stocks. Be yeah. very careful. So why is Be the S&P up 1.2% then? <laughs> I don't understand. Why Why yeah. is the broader market going up? I suppose you, you press a button and programs come in and algos take hold of it. But fundamentally, uh, it, when you get rid of the short term, when you get rid of the noise and when people have squared up their positions and realize they were either wrong or they haven't been right enough, then um, something different is going to happen, in my opinion. Um, I, mm. I, I just can't see you can have it both ways. But Trump was going to win, so therefore um, we can carry on as normal. Now, Mr. Biden is probably going to win, so now we can embrace him, and the market still goes up. Yeah, I suppose if the market wants to go up, scale it goes up. Simple as that. Correct. And this is nothing, nothing strange. This is nothing new. I mean, we've seen it, and 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 all the recent you know election outcomes. You know, we've we've the, the, we had a bit of a bit of a scare in 2016 with the futures. After Trump was announced, we saw the Dow futures you know dipping back 800 points during the night after the announcement was made, just to see that the Dow end up, I think, close to three percent the next day. So, yes. so I mean. In general, you know, after elections, it is sort of this feel-good factor, and we we do see, you know, U.S. markets react positively in general. You know, after all the elections, I just want to you know, emphasize again that we're still sitting in a pandemic environment. We're still sitting with 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 big economies, G7 economies, closing themselves up, and um, yeah, I, I think when this does settles, uh, or, or let's say so when America really wakes up after after um, this called this this big party. Be careful of the hangover because I think the hangover might just be very, very bad. Be careful buying into two to current levels. Yes. I think um, it's dangerous. And before we get to the JSC, which is interesting uh, as well this morning, um, I have to say I'm so looking forward to the, the nasty people who have been so vocal about Trump landslides and things uh, from from all quarters. I'm very much looking uh, forward to them saying absolutely nothing. Um, and, and they could be magnanimous, I suppose, and say, well done, Mr. Biden, well done to supporters of, uh, of, uh, of democracy rather than spitefulness and divisiveness. But I wonder if they will. Uh, already there's a there's a deafening silence from certain commentators, international and local. <laughs> But, well, I think it starts with Trump himself. It starts with Trump himself. I, I, I sent out that tweet last night, and and, and I did get the Hillary Clinton, reaction. the the, um, the yeah. Hillary Clinton one. Yeah, when she when she said, "Look, it wasn't what we wanted, but uh, I'll help Mr. Trump if he needs any help with the economy or with governing and that sort of thing." I wonder what he's going to say to Joe Biden. <laughs> Not the same, I reckon. Not the same. I don't think we'll. Uh, I mean, you just mentioned it. I think you know him and his supporters. Uh, I think they need to 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 look at this because they're still one country. They're still the biggest economy in the world, and and, and a lot depends currently on, on America to 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 have let's call it a, a soft landing, in a post post um, uh, election. So I think you know when when that announcement comes through, I think it's 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 Trump's duty. To turn around to tell you know, his, his, his opponent now the, the new president of the country if it's not going to be him, and all his supporters that we need to back. And as as Hillary said, uh, you know, I, I hope that he will be a successful president for all Americans. Yes. Uh, you need to do the same and say, 
well, we need Biden now to be a successful president for all Americans. Yes, and you'll have to do a lot of delegating, in my opinion. Let's move on to South Africa now, because Discam have come out with a set of results. Mm. Uh, group revenue up over 8%, earnings per share up 16.1%, headline earnings per share up 16.2%. And the overview starts like this, despite a tough economic environment with the COVID-19 pandemic directly overlapping the reporting period. Together with the deepening economic recession, the Discam Group achieved positive results. Speaking of defensive, this is a defensive stock and it's done well. Yeah, there we go. There you, there you need to hit the nail on its head. This is defensive. This is what we call about technical defensive. And we saw similar results two weeks ago from, from clicks. You know, very similar your way we, we see prescriptions being being under pressure and um, prescription prescription business but that was understandable man who, who was who was really sick with the common cold common flu this year we've been a very healthy but i mean they they, they used the opportunity used the opportunity to to build certain other part of the businesses and i think in general it, it looked really really good mm. really defensive and um yeah i think between between uh between this game and and clicks uh, maybe a little bit rich you know for, for my my liking but definitely if, if i had to choose between some other defensive stocks, aka tech stocks, and, and these type of stocks, this will definitely be my first choice. Very good, yes. And it's, uh, it was hit harder than a couple of the others as well. So it's coming off a slightly lower base. But on my 15-minute delayed screen, it's back in the 20s. It's up um, 8.5% this morning, Scalc. So a nice one. You'll update me later on. But uh, meanwhile, another big company, another big JSE company, also in the space that sells stuff to people like you and your family and your friends, Scalc, the Fashini Group, unaudited results for the half year ended 30th of September. Market liking this one up 4.5%. You're the market, so you like it as well, obviously. Yeah, I think we, you know, when you when you dish it out, you need to to take it as well. I think you know some 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 of our commentators as well have been you know fairly hard towards our you know let's call it SA Inc companies and you know really look at this. I mean, look at the rand this morning. Look at you know the, the market. You know, running from an SA Inc point of view. I mean, you, you you're talking about the Fashini Group. You, I mean, we, we last night we had Mr. Price. Um, you know, in general, it is it is looking really really good. You know, even even the companies that didn't report, True is this up. You know, four percent this morning. You, your your smaller uh, construction companies, Wilson Bailey Homes, up nine percent. Hmm. So back to Fashini. Back to Fashini. I mean, um, I, I thought. You know, both Fashini and, and Mr. Price, which I think is, is, is nice by having them so close together to, to compare them. And you can see the golden threat. You can see the golden threat in terms of, you know, we've had COVID. And, and I think the one thing that I can compliment most JSE companies and, and, and even companies globally is when this pandemic kicked in it is as if the the the, the news flow from these companies also kicked in like they always say that that, that a, a, a informed client or in, informed investor is a happy investor and, and and that doesn't need to be a a you know a investor that's always making money but just being informed and back to mr price and fashion they've guided so well you know when we look at mr price that that brought out results you know, just after five they guided already in 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 august saying that they they're looking at, at the headline earnings per share that's going to be down way more than 20 percent and again they brought out and now again yesterday a trading statement saying well we're looking at 23 to 28 percent so that didn't that didn't weaken we 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 saw that something like a mr price i mean they're they're, they're looking at april 
April's the sales that they lost in the hard lockdown. We're looking at about 1.8 billion rands of sales that Mr. Price lost alone in April. Yes. So when you take that and you you you, you Look at the, the headline earnings per share. I think the results were actually, well, let's call it the trading statement or update, is actually looking pretty good. And um, yeah. it's similar to to to, um, uh, to 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 the Fashini Group. Similar well, let's have there. a look at the Fashini Group there before you give us mm. your opinion on that one, because the hard, cold facts don't look good. But the market had discounted no. that, obviously. Group revenue down 25 and a bit percent. Retail turnover down 26.1 percent. Uh, where are we going here? Operating profit before acquisition costs, uh, situation gain on bargain purchase and finance costs. Down, though, 88 percent. That's, that's a really big move. Headline loss per share of 91 one cents down 117 percent basic earnings per share down nearly 70 percent their expenses came down nearly 23 percent but if if you didn't know the circumstances and the track record of the share price of of the Fashini group you'd say goodness me this thing's going to get clattered but no up we go we always do need to put this in perspective I mean we we had a hard lockdown I mean, in a hard lockdown, and, and as I mentioned on Mr. Price, you know, it's, when we look at Fashini, it's exactly the same. You, you also get that, that 20 to 25% drop in headline earnings per share, which, which is expected. But if you think about it, just, I mean, let's just take one month out because that's effectively, we've, we've been, we've been in a hard, hard lockdown for four, four, uh, five weeks, which you get only had essential retails that was open. If you take one month, you know, uh, in, in, per year, that's, that's pretty much 9%, 9% of your total turnover gone in just gone. Yeah. So, I mean, and that, I mean, if, if if that didn't make an impact of anything between twenty and forty percent in your in your earnings, well, then uh, then then you've done something you know either crazy or or something very spectacular. Um, I I do think that firstly this is expected, and that is what the market is telling us. You know, the Fashini Group is currently up over six percent today. You know, when we look at um, Mr. Price, because that they they trading statement came out after the market closed. Yes, they're up nine point two percent. So. Huge. Hmm. This is massive. This is massive, and just showing us, you know, you know these guys have managed their, their businesses well. Um, you know, when you look at something, I'm surprised. I told you yesterday they're sitting with a massive cash pile, um, very healthy balance sheet, and um, yeah, if we can pull through this, they, they, they both of them mentioned that they are well positioned um, to take advantage of a co- economic recovery going forward. Now. I think the big question will just be what will next year March April look like? Because as we currently you know, discussed earlier, with the North closing up, we, we've we've heard over the weekend, you know, the UK now suddenly got a new tier. I mean, that they where we've got a, a level one to five, um, they've got a tier one to three, and and now it seems like they 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 in a tier four. So this is a a lot more uh, stricter lockdown environment, and um, we are in a different uh, seasonal environment, and. Um, I'm just a bit worried looking towards March and, and April. I hope these companies are you know, well prepared, making strong enough provisions because um, while we don't have a vaccine, I'm a bit worried. Uh, please just enjoy the moment, Scott, because I must take my hat off to you uh, because there were a lot of naysayers when I mentioned on that Wednesday when we were speaking two weeks ago, I think it was, you said, watch out for SA Inc. And you were so enthusiastic. You could hear it on the, the you're coming across the uh, your microphone that you were so keen on <laughs> SA stocks and you've been proved right. So congratulations there. I'll send you some... 
I'll send you a case of beer. The um, Argent came out with the trading statement. Share price up 9%. Uh, where else have we got? Sappy, fourth quarter results for the period ended September, up 2.6%. Either of those that you follow, Argent or Sappy yeah, this I, morning? No, 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 none no, of them. Sappy, Sappy's been recovering. I think the other one worth mentioning is, is Motus. Motus, I mean, been fairly strong in the news flow over the past few years. Yes. Solid company going from strength to strength. They mentioned uh, this morning, very, very similar to the uh, a report that I'm writing. I want you to, to have a you know, look out for it in, in, in the fin week next week. But um, I'm, uh, you know, Motus announced that they actually buying back their own shares as well. Yes, you know, over three percent mm. of the ca- company. So now, now, now they're joining, you know, the likes of you know, Naspers, who, who's already, you know, said Naspers. Well, more, more specific process that's buying back shares. Um, we've we've heard, you know, Bell Equipment they buy buying back. Or Ian Bell is buying back, you know, some of these. Shares. Shares. Um, we, we know Adcock Ingram bought back shares while their biggest shareholder Bitvest announced into October that they're going to push up their shelving or pushed up their shelving to, to 56%. So, and, and then there's some other companies, Long for Life, similar story, you know, buying back 40 million um, shares, which is about 5% of the company uh, yes. also a few weeks ago. So, all that I'm saying with that, Lindsay, is, 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 is uh, I'd love to take the credit for the, for the, for the, for the SA Inc., but, you know, when you start to see these companies, these SA companies, you know, starting to buy their, their own shares, you know, or in the likes of, of multi-choice, you know, French companies starting to buy our um, SA companies, yes. then, then, then who am I to fight that? I yes, think but also, it, again, the naysaying department would say, well, the reason that they're buying back shares is because they can't find anything to buy out there. And um, <laughs> so that's also a little bit of a, ne- a negative because they don't see any bargains or they don't see any companies that are going to do well if there is an economic recovery. So casting a little bit of doubt over it, but say what you like about buying uh, shares back or paying dividends or special dividends or making acquisitions. The fact is one of them is in, in play at the moment and and the market's liking it. Let's have a look at the spot prices. 1591 is the dollar rand. British pound against the rand is 2070. The euro rand is 1867. And the euro dollar, a weaker dollar over the last 24 hours by about 100 basis points. 11740 is that exchange rate. The gold price, because of that weaker dollar, is up to $1910 an ounce. Platinum is 882, which is up nearly $16 an ounce. Have a go at um, Palladium for me, please, Skulk. Yeah, Palladium also strong. Close to 1.5% up this morning, trading at 2,320. I don't want to compliment you, you Lindsay. I think you, you made a call to two odd weeks ago. Oh, yeah. We actually talked about a position you took in, in, in gold. And, and and the one thing that actually that stood out, which you said, which I actually think was a very, very strong point, is that gold, it stabilized around about these, let's call it 1,900 dollar levels we'll call it 1875 yeah, to $1,900 it's got a $40, $50 and range and um, it just feels it. to me that it's churning away at the top and the you know I'm ready to get out as soon as it breaks to the downside but I'm also ready to add if it starts breaking to the mm. upside i.e. through 1920 1925 anyway it's 1910 at the moment and crude oil uh, taking a bit of a breather after an extraordinary seven trading days down 1.7% for the West Texas 38.49 and Brent crude oil is $40.53 which is down a similar amount one point. Seven percent. Let's have a look at some movers on the JSE now uh, this this morning. There's one that uh, stood out, which uh, you can explain to me, and that is Life Healthcare. I've got Life Healthcare on my screen. Fifteen minutes delayed, up forty-two percent. Tell me the story. Tell everyone the story, please. Oh, you know, no, no, now you caught me off guard. I actually don't know. Life I'll have Healthcare. To go and have a look. look at it. What's happened? Is, is, is they, I mean, 
it was 19% up 15 minutes ago. Maybe we're both making fools of ourselves here because something is glaring, but it says here it's 42% higher at 24 rand a share. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look at it because I'm not getting that on my screen, so I'll, I'll need to go and have but a you've, you've got the price. But you've got the price confirmed, have you, at, four, at, at 24 rand a share? Please do. And while you're doing that, Mr. Price, aforementioned, up 9.2%. Discam, we've spoken about that one, 8.4% of the good car track, again up to um, 46 rand a share, up over 6 rand a share. So it's coming close to its all-time highs, which was, I think, something like 47 and a bit uh, three or four weeks ago. So it's bounced right back, having got hammered after results. On the downside, I've got Anglo-American Platinum down 5.5%. There was an announcement on SENS, um, which we haven't got time to go through, but anyway... Uh, market not liking it. Five and a half percent weaker. Pan African Resources down nearly three percent. Investec Australia Property Fund down two point seven. South thirty two down one point seven. And Anglo American PLC is a one point four percent loser. Okay, Scott, come on. What's the dope on life healthcare? Yeah, I actually don't know. I, I I can see the price. I can definitely confirm the price. Price currently trading at twenty one thirty thirty eight. Not 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 you know fairly thin on on, on volume, but uh, right. it, it's it's definitely not a mistake. So when I look at the the, the, the trading currently, it's, it's actively trading around about the twenty one forty level. So I will need to go and have a look afterwards. Okay, so, it's probably some. It's probably a finger fault or something like that. Um, but um, no, it's not. It's actually you can see it's actively still trading at that, those levels. So and it's hmm. um, yeah, it's three five thousand trend. You know, I think to to five thousand shares per per pop. So yeah, it's not a finger finger fault. So there's um, okay. There's a story there. Going on there. We'll come out with it. Um, there's no some, sense. Someone will come out with it. No, I didn't see a sense announcement. So somebody knows something. Uh, Scott, give us the indices after nearly one hour of trading on this momentous day. So, as we currently stand, the, the JSE is currently trading at 54,722. That's 2% on the spot up uh, for today. Strong day. How's that? 2%, Lindsay. Not bad. Resources, they're looking a little bit stronger this morning. It was actually quite interesting to, to come in and, and see you know, these, these gold mines trading down 2% while the gold price, I know the rand is a little bit stronger and that naturally would have an effect. But, I mean, to, to be 2% down in an environment where the gold price is looking a lot stronger. So, But now that's turned around. Most of the gold, gold shares are trading up Anglo gold up half a percent uh, gold fields up one percent DRD you know two percent harmony up one percent that saw the resources index they up um, currently 0.6 percent financial index they are super strong in this strong rand environment up 2.7 percent and even even the, the the little naughty 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 child in the, in the class you know the SA property index currently up 2.3 percent for today so yeah all in all quite a good day on the JSE. If this was Donald Trump trading the market, he'd phone up the JSC and say, right, we can stop trading now because I've won. That's what he'd say. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. That's that's another, another, another kick. I think the two funniest comments I've seen over the past 24 hours was uh, that, I don't know if it was a real headline earning, but um, it, was a, it, was a, it was a newspaper clipping saying that, that Zimbabwe are considering sanctions uh, if, if, if the US elections ain't free and fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny. So that's the that's the one. The second one is if Trump now loses um, being president of the USA, I wonder if he's going to go back and saying that this is the biggest bubble in the market ever. <laughs> Won't it be amazing, his reaction? I'm so looking forward to it in a very morbid and perverse sort of way. Thanks so much for your help uh, last night and this morning, Skulk. Skulklo is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth, and that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or 
or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.